So yeah, that's yep. Um, uh -huh. Was there anything yep, else yep. we needed to discuss before we started? No, and that's the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. So, why does this cup say that I'm easy? <laughs> well, I labeled them accurately. <laughs> Mine says hard. So, so with Charles, it's based on his shirt size, or uh, no? I'm just, I'm just, I've got a half chub right now. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to something random. <laughs> The show where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about half jobs. My, <laughs> I'm your host, Charles, the Mustache Boy, hmm. Kelly. Since when? Okay, so this is the most facial hair I've ever had in my entire life right now. Yeah, you're looking a little grisly. Hang on, can you get closer? I I understand. Ha ha ha! It's funny because ha ha. <laughs> no, I... the, the joke is, oh, guess what? I can't see it. I know. I literally cannot. I know, but my Michael Sarah stash is growing in. It's it's there. I feel it when I do this. When I like put my lips together, just and like bring them in. I just feel. Mm -hmm. I feel that mustache here. Oh, so are you OS now? Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Overtly sexual. If you're going, with oh Michael yeah, Sarah yeah stash. Okay. Anyways, I am your co-host, Michael Claude Macbeth. Is it like Jean Claude? Sure. Okay, Claude. Claude. That was the fourth ghost in. Uh, no, that was Clyde, not Claude in Pac-Man. Inky, stinky, get it right. Pinky, plinky. <laughs> no one Claude. was named Stinky. <laughs> My name's Joel. Hey, Joel. Hi. I'm, I'm I'm here again. Hey, back bud. at it again with the white kids. <laughs> kids or vans? Uh, I thought. It was, oh, it is vans. It's vans. Oh my gosh! Everyone's like all over the map today. Mm -hmm. See, yeah, I normally have a heart, like a full heart on. It's only a half job today, so. Oh, gosh. And that's the only, that's it for dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I will do my hardest not to make any. That is really hard. That was good. No. Do you really think it can go all day long? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know if I can make it. We'll find out together. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it all night long. We'll, we'll evaluate once we finish. Are we? Yeah, we're gonna do a, a a scale. All right. Do you guys have like scorecards that you can like pull up? Like this is the Olympics or some shit. Sure. Yeah. On a scale you, of you four. printed out some scorecards, right, Joel? Yeah, yep. They are. It's right here. And and you'll know what the score is because this sounds different from this. Mm. <laughs> Did I make you guys watch that ASMR bank robbery video? You made me watch it, yes. ASMR bank robbery video. It was video. pretty funny. Yeah. Like, I'm I, not going to lie. Just the fact that, like, all the sound effects were the same volume, but then... Yeah. <laughs> I don't recall. So the, I don't she's recall. like, so it's like, hi, hi there. We're going to do something fun. We're going to rob a bank. And then she's like, this is the sound of money. And she, like in the bag and she's Does like all the asmr stuff yeah and she's yeah. like get on the fucking ground what <laughs> i'll show I'll yeah show you, okay. you have to see it yeah it's okay. fun. it's funny you have to see it to believe it but i'm i'm sitting in the corner laughing my tukus off um ooh, you've got do you have hue lights yeah i do i, I this one's i forgot to start the lights this is podcast Pod joel I, just I, set the mood for us y'all this um, is called podcast so i have i have I'm, okay I'm, i am going to uh divert from this conversation but i will work my way back okay. because i just i love hue lights i have some of my own they're in my bedroom and i call them my bisexual lights because they're the the pink purple and blues mm. so it's it's my bi lighting okay and it's it makes me look pretty in the morning i uh 
I love them. I, I asked for them for my birthday, and I got them. We've got them all over the basement here. Are they the color ones or just the white ones? These ones are color. These are all just white. Nice. Because I don't need color in the overhead ones. They're awesome. They're so parties. they're so fun. Yeah, we've once had I, them up. We've had them upstairs for a while now. And once I have a permanent massage location again, I'm going to get some. Yeah. So um, that's sorry I distracted you. It's, I got. I was so excited by them. I don't know what my printer's doing either. It's, it's it wants to talk to us. It's making ghostly noises. It's very distracting down here today. I recently saw a marvelous cartoon about um, how the printer communicates, and it was hilarious. It was it was all the parts of a computer, the keyboard, the mouse, the monitor, you know, all saying like, all right, I'm sending that signal now, check, received, you know, all that. And then and then it goes over to the printer's like, I'm out of ink. <laughs> no, you're not. You are I not need out of ink. Paper. <laughs> I need paper. <laughs> it was pretty great. That's fun. Printers <laughs> suck. They yo. do. They they have never improved the technology. I can't understand why it's like very very similar to how it was in the mid nineties. Uh-huh. It's true, and I, and I like my printer a lot. I I don't even have a computer. I just have a printer, and I hook it up to my iPad. Is it a brother? Phone. Is it a brother? Brother printer. I don't know what that means. It's a brand from oh. another mother. Oh, it's a brand. See, I don't even know. I think it's a, a HP. This is a great conversation. I'm glad we're having Yeah, it. let's go. Let's, we should probably move on yeah. from this. So, uh, guys, what have you been up to this week, and what have you been watching? Well, I uh, just because I needed a good cry, I rewatched Coco for the first time. Wait. Wait. No, you rewatched it for rewatched the first time? Rewatched it the first time, yes. So, he watched it for the second time. Yeah, Correct. So, he yeah, rewatched it the second. The more succinct way of phrasing that, yes. He rewatched Okay, yes. Got it. I think I got it. And did you like it as much as you did the first time? I did. It didn't make me cry as much, but unfortunately, the timing, like, I watched it literally days after my grandma passed away, so bummer. What are you trying to do conversation. What are you doing? I know. Well, I didn't know what it was about when I went and watched it, and so, like... Oh, the first time you The first time. It. I thought and you meant so this week. <laughs> in theaters, you know, it just sunk in hardcore, and, and I was a mess. Um, I do remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah but... Uh, so I didn't didn't cry as hard, but I definitely cried at the end. You know, I've yet to watch it. I know it's on Netflix. I need to check it out. Yes. Because yes. I wanted to go and see it at the theater, and I never did. It's good. And it, it's it's a good effort to be, you know, just like Moana and several other pieces nowadays, it's it's a good effort to be culturally accepting and culturally, um, culturally sensitive and, like, understanding and not, like... Yeah, it's 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 worried Mexican about culture, but not mocking it. Yeah, like on Bonanza when they would cast Irish people as Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was not okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I've uh, before we started the podcast, just for everybody here, um, and we've talked about this before um, on the podcast, where my father would play the theme song to Bonanza for hours and hours on end, on repeat. It's just his so favorite I, song, or no. This, <laughs> It's it was not. it was like a John Mulaney type thing where he was trying to make people insane. I've I've been trying to explain to people the eclectic human being that is my father, who probably like I will go like another five years and he's gonna pull off his mask and it's gonna be fucking Andy Kaufman. I know because he's been <laughs> screwing with me for so long. That I had you for the whole time. Uh, yeah, so it's it's weird shit like that that I'm like, my is my dad Andy Kaufman, but. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so yeah, uh, Coco's great. I love it. It is. It is. It's a good film. Anything else? 
No. It's been a busy week. It has. And yeah, I watched more Stargate Atlantis, but you don't want to hear about that. Uh, that has uh, Jason Momoa. It does. And so Mimosa? I actually, Mimosa? yes, I, I appreciated Jason Mimosa. I don't know. Uh, Strawberry Mimosa. I had a, His middle I had, name is Strawberry. I had multiple pineapple Momoas this weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, the book of job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the guy from Game of Thrones, um, and who is now Aquaman as well. I know. Okay. Um, Got it. Which I find that hilarious because he plays a character living in the lost city of Atlanti, Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis. Atlantis. Um, in Stargate Atlantis, but then he's also the main Atlantean Aquaman. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's like it's, two sides of the same coin. What a weird, quirky happenstance. Yeah, that's... Yep. Yep. Um, so Jason Momoa actually used to live in Fort Collins. There's a video of him online okay. playing... Uh, uh, the the hand slap game with some like really skinny dude outside of one of the bars oh, here in ouch. town, and he's like destroying this guy's hands. <laughs> I bet, and it's it's great. I love watching it. I have had my hands destroyed by that game. I might have to by Jason it. Momoa. <laughs> I did. That was me in the video. The skinny guy. <laughs> Could have been. You don't know. You don't know my past. <laughs> I don't know your life. <clears throat> Uh, I watched one of the movies on my list this week. I watched Annie Hall for the first time uh-huh. uh, because it became available on uh, demand. Nice. So I watched it. Uh, great. It's one of the best movies I've seen on my list this far. Okay. Thus far. Um, it's It was a little odd. It, well, first of all, it's brilliant. It's great. It's funny. I laughed my ass off through the whole thing. Seeing Woody Allen my age is kind of weird, though. Cause he's, I've just always known him as an old guy mm. and he's like my age. And it's just, it was weird. It have, just struck me off. Have you watched sleeper? No, so, I haven't watched very many Woody Allen, Allen films. So that was like, I think one of his first films and he plays like yeah. a weird, like, per, like a person stuck in a house mm-hmm. and he like dresses up like a robot and it's like a futuristic house. No, I haven't. In Colorado. I'll have, to, I'll have to check. Oh yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen it though. Um, I haven't seen it. It's though. black and white. And, uh, it's been a lot. He is so young. He is like, I think, early 20s, yeah. and it's the weirdest shit. I'm going to have to put that on the list, too. I don't have very many. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Keaton is ridiculously adorable. She is just so great. Um, so anyway, I watched Annie Hall. Loved it. I went to so many live things this week that that was the only thing I could watch. So I want to talk about a little about what I went to live. I went to the Weezer show. Pixies and Weezer, which I, was a blast. I am so sad that I missed that show. <clears throat> like, it, was, it was awesome. I I have I didn't know that Weezer had released a cover of Africa. They did. Um, this, this is a couple until months ago. Yeah. This week because it was playing everywhere. So we had um wait, I have posted that on social media since it was released. How have you not heard me? Oh, singing didn't it. I tell you that I don't follow you on any social media? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Rivers hasn't changed though. He's he looks exactly the same. He's the same same fun guy in concert that he's always been. Um, it was the band usually used to like they would trade places. Like Rivers would go up and play drums. Pat Wilson would come down and play guitar. They would switch instruments and just do. They didn't do that this time. Hmm. Um, but it was still totally totally fun. Um, the it was so awesome because. If you know the Buddy Holly video, you know they're shooting in Arnold's on ha- and on Happy Days. It's yeah. the Happy Days yeah, set. Maybe. And 
they open the show and you hear um, Tom Bosley say, Happy Days is filmed before a studio audience. And then That's the curtain awesome. drops and it's the Happy Days set. Oh, what? Cool. For the show? Yeah, they had the whole set set up. What? That's and awesome. um, so they played Buddy Holly was their opener and they played a bunch of songs. And then they were Perry Actors, so they turn and it was a garage set and they had like Kiss posters That's and ACDC. That's so cool. And then that went away and it was the big light up W. So they had like three set changes, which was pretty cool. Uh, had a blast though. He, this one really cool thing he did at the end was he pulled himself up onto this light, something or other, hung from his knees, had his guitar handed to him, and played <laughs> played "Sweet Child of Mine" hanging from his knees. I was like, that's impressive. <laughs> Why did I not know the show was happening? I don't know, man. It was great. <sighs> and the Pixies uh, opened for them. They were also great. Lots nice. of fun. Had fun watching them. Um, I saw the Psychedelic Furs a few nights ago here in Fort Collins. Wow. Um, they are awesome. I would go and see them again in, in, uh, tomorrow. I would go and see. They were so good. Mm-hmm. They were like, they're just so talented. They're such a great performing band. And they don't do a lot of fancy stuff, you know, no jumping around. The guy doesn't like hit really high notes or anything. They just sing and play, and they're so good. His voice is, I, I was saying, you know, you know, you hear people say his voice is like silk or whatever. His like, voice isn't really like silk. It's like it's t-shirt like, sheets. No, it's like uh, new carpet. Okay, it's nice and comforting, but it's not smooth. Okay, it's you know? like Does butter on a bald monkey. Well, I mean, that's okay. a VeggieTales reference. Oh, okay. For I wasn't anybody aware of who them. has no idea. What anyway, I'm I loved them. I would go <laughs> see them again. They were they were totally great. Um. I saw Little Mermaid a few nights ago. I won't talk about it too much because I already talked about it a couple of shows ago, but um, that was the one I painted a bunch of stuff for. So great. Love the show. It's cute. It's adorable. Had a blast. Um, I have lots of pals in it. And of course, the props on the painting were just great. Just spectacular. And the, the coolest, one of the best things I did this week was we went and saw the Les Mis tour, Les Miserables. Uh, Jalen and I went and saw it and... Our friend Danielle uh, was Eponine, and she was so great. Mm-hmm. I know we don't tend to name drop, but I'm dropping that name. Uh, she, she killed it. Um, the cast was amazing. Not a weak cast member in the whole show. The sets were crazy amazing. It just where, I, where are they going next, <clears throat> or is this last? You know, time? I'm not sure. They they closed here yesterday, yep. Sunday, um, and I'm not sure where they're going next, but. Um, I wanted to get her in here, but she left this morning, so we couldn't. Uh-huh. We could always get but, her on, uh, on the disc. Cool. Try her, yeah, try a remote thing. Um, but I, I told Jalen we got in the car, and I go, "It's so rare that I say this. That show didn't have one weak person or moment. There was nothing wrong with that show, not one thing." It's also rare for me. It, it was just stellar. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like the pickiest theater person ever, but. Um, cried my eyes out during a dream to dream i like i'm not one of the I, okay if i'm watching something where i know i'm gonna cry I like to be by myself uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but i dreamed a dream and um the eponine song on my own i'm like trying not to cry and then i just like i was like okay that's it i have to go <laughs> yep, <can't fight> this. <laughs> that's the end of that but <laughs> they did a lot of cool stuff with projections too when he's dragging marius through the sewers nice like the lights would go out and he would change directions and the projection you guys would have loved it it was it was Totally sweet. So I had a blast sweet. during that. I had a I had a busy week. This yeah, week. you did, man. All my all this live stuff, you know. 
So that was my week. That's cool. I can't talk about my week on the podcast. Uh, I've already ranted to you guys about what's going on. But let's just say that uh, previous tenants at the location (laughs) that I live at um, are not... The smartest or nicest of people. I, I would, I would, I would definitely agree with that a hundred percent. Joel called that person a c-word. Yeah, and I, I, we'll leave that up to your imagination. What c-word it was? But um, I kooky. Came up, I came Ooh, up with, she's so kooky. I came up with different c-words every every week. So and, you know, yeah. Caroline. <laughs> um, so I've been dealing with that. So I haven't really watched very much. I have been playing, uh, replaying. Uh, Zelda Wind Waker, my favorite Zelda game of all time. Okay, uh, um, Wind Waker. Yeah, is that an older one? Or is it's that... an older one. It, it okay. was on. Well, it was on yeah. GameCube, so it's it's been about it's a little older. Yeah, yeah, it's been about a decade since it was released, so um, it's it's been a minute. But it's got this like cute art style, but these really like dark undertones. It's like a post-apocalypse world. If you look, okay. if you watch Adventure Time, that's what kind of Adventure Time is based off of. Is like this like apocalypse, you know, but like a world that's still around that kind of like that's built around the apocalypse happening and it's okay. like a very beautiful world still even though like the apocalypse it's has happened dark and yeah okay. yeah so okay. it's it's really cool got some really dark stuff like the last the last boss is kind of brutal for a zelda game like being kind of a a kids slash teen game where I, it's it's been a decade the yeah. the last boss you literally stab him through the forehead and the sword is like peeking out of his Whoa. forehead at the end of the game yeah that's it's, grody yeah it's it's pretty <laughs> like for a zelda game and especially with that art style it was very adult and i i it's my favorite zelda game because it's also a lot of fun i mean i feel like there are similar themes throughout most of the Zelda games, even mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, there are those zombies that just stand perfectly still and then suddenly they're like humping your face. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrifying. You know what? Michael played that game as a kid and ever since I've known him, he's done the same thing to me. He just, just jumps on my face. I'll just humping his face. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him. It's, it hap- <laughs> it's happening. Um, <laughs> Michael, get down. Down, boy. Um, okay. So... Um, uh, the fun thing is I'm playing that game on my cell phone. Okay. A GameCube game. <laughs> New twist. On my phone. Whoa. Uh, that's you can cr- just download it as an app or what? N- no. So emulator. It's an emulator. Oh, okay. Um, which they're, it's, it's legal because I own the game. Right. I own oh, okay. multiple copies of the game since it came out and I own a copy right now. So like obviously emulators and ROMs can be illegal. Just please don't download stuff that's illegal. Please, please, please don't do it. But I'm playing it on my phone. It's awesome. It works really well on yeah. my phone. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, it's great. Nice. Um, so I have that. Uh, I've been, I went to see a drag show on Sunday. Went to the drag brunch here in town. Oh, girl. Was it, was it fun or was it a drag? It was it was a blast. It was so much fun. Um, Where was this? At our bar, the the gay bar here in town. They do it oh, okay. once a month. I've yet to go there. The Maybe Pirates Bar. It's honestly, it's I. It's probably <laughs> probably my favorite bar in town. Okay. Besi- uh, uh, Mayor is right up there with it. Whiskey's up there too. Whiskey's really kicking ass. But you've been to Ace Gillette's? Yeah, I, I like it. I Ace. like Ace. I like yeah, Ace. It's a I like place. I like I like the whiskey better. It just do you? Okay. Yeah, I, I I like them both. Yeah, it, it really depends on what environment you're going for. If you're, I mean, like Ace Gillette's is almost even better of a speakeasy 
yeah. feel yeah. than social, right? I'd say. So, like, the nice thing about our bar mm-hmm. is, yes, it's the gay bar in town, right? But it's it feels like a dive bar, and I love dive bars. <laughs> okay. Like, I <laughs> love dive bars. I, I do bars. enjoy a dive bar from time to time. Yeah, I've been obsessed with dive bars ever since uh, Michael and I went to a dive bar with some of our friends <laughs> while we were wearing our high school musical shirts. And Michael goes you... bouncing into this place and uh, asks them if they're open. So we go inside and the girls that we were with ask for like fruity, frilly drinks. They're like, can I have the fruitiest thing? Um, can I just have something sweet? Yeah. Like, and um, the, the bar, the... do you want whiskey or <laughs> she's like, we've got beer, we got whiskey. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Like Back to the Future Three, oh, man, pretty much. So if you it's... want a Pepsi, you're gonna have to pay for it. Um, that's cool. I I uh, I think you've told me about that before with the High School Musical shirts. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my it's one of my favorite stories because it starts off with Michael and how Michael used to walk. Um, and I won't make fun of it because it was it was so much fun. But he had a, a bounce, like literally a bounce in his step. He probably had trampolines under his shoes that he would like. Moon uh, shoes. Fun fact: Moon, That's yes, what they're called. That's yeah. what I wore all the time. Yeah, but he had he had a bounce in his step. So when he was walking, it would sound like this. Um, but it was good. The, good uh, thing we record the podcast sitting down. I love yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, the food at dive bars because you can go in and get like a Totino's pizza. <laughs> yes, that's that's what they <laughs> or have. like or yes. like uh, uh, those frozen super pretzels. You know those. Yeah. Things? Mm-hmm. It's like basically stuff you can get at the Gore Marie Collender's <laughs> pie or yeah, something right. like that. So um uh Wednesday nights when they do karaoke at our bar, the, mm-hmm. the gay bar, uh, they have wieners. You can get yourself a wiener. Hot wieners. Get- Does Gabby Marshall show up? Um I got wieners here. <laughs> uh and whenever I go there on Wednesday nights for karaoke, I think of you and I'm like, Hi wieners. Oh, that's sweet. And they're wieners. So you're thinking of wieners and me at a gay bar. <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, call me up. I'll join you. Somewhere. Yeah, All right. honestly, like come come on Wednesday night. It's, I'm it's totally gonna say that if I go hot wieners. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> what's on this menu? Is this a hot wiener? <laughs> um, it's... By, by the way, uh, for those that don't know, I'm a vegetarian, and there was nothing to eat at the Weezer concert, so I ate a hot dog. <laughs> no fuck. <gasps> it was no fucking, fucking way. delicious. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, well, I ate one in New York too. I, I'm a vegetarian. I, look, it's been almost thirty years. I feel free to cheat every now and then. Yeah. So that's yeah. fair. But it, the hot it all dog just was depends on, on your reason. So for... if I go to the gay bar, I might have a wiener. Hot wienish. I can't do it. It's it's can't honestly it like it's a blast. Everybody there is super kind, super nice, um, and the karaoke is super fun. And the drag was good. The drag was amazing. the The person who runs the show has this amazing voice, and I'm like, holy shit! See, and I don't know any Fort Collins drag queens. I know a lot of Denver drag queens because because I used to go to all the drag shows. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but I'd go like every other month. So I don't know any up here. At They're, least I don't think I do. They like honestly for like because they had they had three drag queens and one drag king perform. Okay. Uh, the drag they all honestly all three of them I was like or all four of them I was like holy shit these are this is a performance. Um, there was a performer who like had like a solid dance routine and her routine was like fucking solid. They until go so crazy until she did this like weird like she's like like kind of bent over she stood up on a chair she bent forward and lifted her leg up like and it was supposed to be like this cute you know like leg lift but it just it looked so awkward like 
the leg just kind of like dangling in the air. It was the only part of her dance number that I was like, oh, honey, you don't. And she did it twice. And I was like, <laughs> oh, we don't we don't have to do that. We're good. <laughs> we don't have to do it. Oh, man. One of the drag queens did all all the different parts of Cell Block Tango with different wigs for each character. And it was oh, that's so fun. funny. It's pretty funny. It's yeah. a good bat. That is a good bat. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what I did. Besides from having people call me with fake lawyers. Now, how often? Yeah, that was a funny. How story. often do you get fake? No, lawyers? no. I was gonna say, how often do they do the drag here in town? Uh, it's once a month. Once a uh, month. No, okay. they they do more drag stuff. It's they do a drag brunch once a month, um, and it's called Drag Me to Brunch, and it's all you get bottomless mimosas, okay food, and bottomless um, mimosas. Yeah. Yes. Girl. Um, they have like five different flavors of mimosas. You've got your orange. You've got your pineapple. You've got grape. strawberry. You've got strawberry. You've got no. You've strawberry. No. Uh, no. You've got grapefruit and cranberry. Oh no 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 no! Please, I don't. Oh, uh, the grapefruit one was good. I I had a grapefruit mimosa not too long ago and I enjoyed it. Um, it, it needed a little bit more of the zing, like a little bit more grapefruit juice. I feel feel like. Welcome to the cooking portion of our show. <laughs> but like <laughs> pineapple mimosas, this is mixology more so. Yeah, pineapple mimosas. Oh my god, delightful. They're amazing. Delightful. They're amazing. D. It sounds like we all had busy weeks. We did. My goodness, it's been a, it's been it's been a it's been a week. A treat. A week. Alrighty, so I've got moving. a yeah. Uh-huh. I've got a I've got a quick thing for you guys. I, I wanted to do this really quick. I know I kind of brought it up like right before we did the show, but I wanted to do a a cool little segment called news that makes you go, huh, huh? Okay. No, not not huh, but. Huh. Huh. Well, give us an example. So, like, for instance, this week it was announced that the new season of Fargo, so Fargo season four. So, um, so far they've had like a pretty significant cast. Season one had, uh, uh, Martin Freeman. Um, season two had, uh, I call him Meth Damon. It's the Matt Damon lookalike from Breaking Bad. And, um, what's his face? Uh, (laughs) You're on the uh, ball with your season three. <laughs> season three, however, had um, you and McGregor play, play okay. two brothers. Okay, so one's like super fat and one's like a normal looking guy. Oh, that's funny. and it was it was kind of crazy. But season four mm-hmm. of Fargo, right, based off of the movie, stars Chris Rock. What? So huh. that's huh? A, yeah. Huh. huh? Yeah, I know. I, so, I'm getting I'm getting the sound wrong. So, yeah. So the the whole thing about the show is it's very serious and very kind of like dark, mm-hmm. and that's not a Chris Rock thing, right? Um, I guess not, not necessarily. Did you see New Jack City? Yeah, that was the one that I was like, yeah. that's the one that I feel fits a little bit better." Of course, he was still. I mean, but he's playing funny. he's playing yeah. a mob boss in yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. I would be interested to see it. You know, yeah. I've yet to watch the TV show. It's good. And I feel like I should watch it because I love the movie so much. It's and what's really cool about it is it has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. It's just like based similarly on yeah. location. Like and... it's it's thematically similar. Hmm. Like, um, which is really cool. Um first season is so good. Billy Bob Thornton in the first season, holy cow, what a villain. Um, and the cinematography in that show is so choice. Um, so that was number one. Okay. Number two is there is a Star Trek The Next Generation sequel coming out starring Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard. Huh. Yeah, right? Hmm. So is it the next next generation? It's the next next generation. Uh, it's just 
Patrick Stewart? So Nobody far, that's the, the only person that's it's a one been announced. Man show. <laughs> um, it's going to be on the CBS All Access, which is where um, where Star Trek Discovery is on only. Huh. So they're I, exactly. It's like huh. so they're they're taking Patrick Stewart. All, and, all my crew members have died. <laughs> they've gotten old, and died. everyone blew up. So I'm just here, and I'm bald, and I'm angry. Um, I think that's probably what the show is going to be. Yeah. Um, however, I hope not. I hope it's just like it's going to be like Logan. <laughs> Where he's just like, hey, motherfucker, I'm Patrick Stewart. Huh. Look at me, curse, and be all hip in the 2018s. Right. Um, okay. So that's that's uh, that's the other piece of news. Oh, there was one other that I just learned. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones. You guys know Alex yes. Jones, correct? Oh, yes. You know uh, uh, Alex Jones of... They're they're putting chemicals in the water to make your frogs gay. You um, gotta you gotta go turn off your television. Um, so <laughs> Alex Alex Jones, uh, he has been kicked off of YouTube, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google, and uh, Facebook. So he is off of the major platforms and doesn't have a platform for his show. So that's huge news. Huh? Yeah. Indeed. So they all did it all at the same time. So it was like a conjoined effort to say "fuck you, Alex Jones, you're the worst." Huh. Wow. There's a lot of people I would like to see that happen to. Yeah. I won't name names. So the one thing that I'll mention, and it's kind I was of... feeling like you're going to cough there. So, Michael, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to make one comment, and you can say if it's political or not. I've got some change for the political jar oh, if we so... need to uh, do this. All right. But to the people who are defending Alex Jones saying, how dare they because of free speech, uh, I agree to a certain extent. But where were you... Uh, when the whole net neutrality thing, because this is a net neutrality issue, right. friends. Mm, so that doesn't count. Nah. That's not political. It's it. it hang on, dear. No, hang on, dear money. Okay. We always keep our our uh, jar in the front of us, but we've done so well that there's only two quarters in there right now. I know. I was gonna buy a a, a soda pop, but they went up to eighty cents. So I'm waiting for us to <laughs> slip up. Yeah. How? how uh, what? Do they even take nickels? <laughs> I think they take yeah, them. It just do. takes a lot of them. You'd yeah. be standing there for half an hour. Put them in <laughs> Especially since someone's jammed gum into the damn coin slot. Oh, right, or a button or something like that. Yeah. Can I Can <sighs> I pay back the ex-roommate in nickels? Yes, absolutely. Please oh, do that. Oh, you just man. need to go to a financial institution um, with cash and say, can I get this much worth in rolled nickels? You might have to... Um, Order in advance. You might have to order it in advance. Yes. I don't. Uh, well, let's see. How many nickels in a dollar? Twenty. Uh, but a roll of uh, nickels. A roll of nickels is, is two dollars worth. A roll yeah. of nickels is two dollars. So okay. All right. That's a lot. Be three hundred yeah. rolls. And like, I I had customers when I worked at a credit union, um, who would buy large amounts of nickels to try to find any that still had a bit of nickel in them. Same with like half dollars. And um, I get it. Just trying to find that little hint of silver um, in mm. the middle. Cause some of them, some really old ones are, were made that way, but it's so rare. Anyway, that's a fun story. Yeah. That's a good story. Do, so do, you, do you tell it, do you tell it at parties? Oh, did Michael, you had one too, didn't you? I, oh yeah. Well, so it's, it's sort of movie news ish. Um, in the fact that it's movie pass. Um, oh yeah. And so, yeah, I'm still an existing customer of movie pass for the time being, because it's better than 
because I already gave them the money for it. You know, it's it's <laughs> yeah. not like they they would not do even a prorated partial refund. It's like um, if I hadn't uh, paid for this, I'd cancel. Yeah. Like you're shaking well, right. your fist. Exactly, exactly. And so it's it's transformed into a very uh, a huge fascination with with the goings on there, and. So they just announced today, this morning, it was the thing I woke up to, that they are now changing it to three movies a month rather than well, one movie a day unlimited, um, which reasonably so it was stated that the majority of their customers only watch three movies a month anyway. But the whole hmm. point is that they are taking that ability away from the people who actually use the service. And they they cited that that was 15%. So 15% of their customers actually use the service that they promised. Right. And they're upset about it. And I'm like, that's just a terrible business so, model. It's, it's but, booty. But here's the question, because some other things happened with MoviePass over the past mm-hmm. couple months. Specifically, when Mission Impossible released, uh, they had severe outages uh, and people couldn't go to the movies because they ran out of money. So what would you rather have? <laughs> would you rather have that and you've already paid your uh, your money to get the service and it go bankrupt and then go out of business or would you rather have your three movies? I am fully expecting them to go bankrupt. <laughs> it's going to go, it's going to burn to I'm the not, Oh yeah, what was the stock price? Uh, yeah, their, $2. Stock, their stock went down to like eight cents from, from $32 or yeah. something like that. So no, they're not doing great and they... You know, the CEO is so absurdly overconfident about this. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. This is a minor setback. We'll get this all figured out. You know. Wow. If Maybe if they start streaming Stargate, <laughs> those two companies can combine. With, that is a solid business decision. We need to talk to somebody about so this. So they'll get the three customers who are on the Stargate thing. Two of which have forgotten that they still pay so for you, it. So you, open up, so you open up your movie pass app and it goes da 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 da. da. Okay, talking about bu- like paying for bullshit. I try to make a jib. Okay, do you know those jib jab videos? Yeah, the yes. ones that make your like with the dancing head. Yeah, thing. yeah. So um, so I made one for uh my friend Simone's birthday, mm-hmm. right? And I was super excited because it's um uh, Aqua's Barbie Girl. Okay, and it was my great song. Uh, it was her face and my face. Uh, she was the Barbie girl. I was Ken, right? And it was Saying, the funniest. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, yeah. However, <laughs> jib jab charges you eighteen dollars a year to make stupid fucking videos. Eighteen dollars a year. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. A no. year or I mean, eighteen dollars a year. I mean, that's two dollars a month. So you can like, make as many videos as you want for eighteen dollars a year. Yeah, but, oh, like, but that's, that's still bad. dumb. Why? <laughs> okay. How? So. Like instead of instead of charging for the individual videos, they. Um, I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not. I can meme for free. I can make stupid memes, stupid yeah. videos for free. I don't need your jib jab to make know, a dumb video. The thing that's funny is there's probably plenty of people out there willing to pay that, or have paid it and forgotten, or have paid it and forgotten. Absolutely. That's why AOL is still in business, guys. Absolutely. Is because people forgot that they Welcome. or think that they have to pay for their email. Just You've one more. Mail. But Audible, I don't understand. You pay a monthly subscription fee mm-hmm. for Audible, but unlike things like Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, mm-hmm. that monthly fee doesn't get you anything for free. You you literally just get books, audiobooks at a discount. Wait, don't you get one a month though? You 
it's not one a month. It's like you get one credit when you start the account. And I think maybe they give you like an extra credit per month. Right. So it's it's ultimately it's the value of one audio book that you're paying per month. And then anything else on top of that. Wait, that can't be right. I think you get one I think you get one per month. I actually don't know. I was thinking about getting it. Though, I've listened to so enough. That's right, maybe I will. I listen to so many <laughs> audible commercials. <clears throat> I looks yeah. I, I listen to so many audible commercials on podcasts. Which reminds me, this that week I, is brought to you by Auto No it's, it's I tone I tune them out. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. I don't listen but I mean I'm not saying like you're wrong, Michael. I was just like that can't well, be right. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know the specifics, but it's it, not a good it, deal. It's not a great deal. No. no. Um, or you could just do Amazon Prime and get a bunch of books, audiobooks for free. And regular books for free. Yes. Oh, duh. I have Amazon Prime, so Bada I should boom. probably just do that. Well, and Amazon and Audible are kind of in cahoots. Right. They're in cahoots. I like that word. I love cahoots. So anyways, I've got another segment for y'all today. I, I have no Did idea you? what's coming up. The, game. the, it, the, the this the, is This is triple title theater. This is again. exciting. This he is. ran this by me. It was an idea. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So we've we've done we've done this one before. I have a I have a new idea for uh, upcoming shows for a new segment, but uh, we will we will get there when we get there. Uh, whoop, pardon me. New segment. New segment. That was the, that was the theme song. All right. What's it called? Triple title theater. Triple title theater. Yeah. Triple title theater with Michael I was, Macbeth. Dude, I don't think I told this story, or if I did, it might have been on the episode that we scrapped. Um. But I was talking to a friend about um, – I made a sound effect, and then I said, oh, yeah, so all of the videos that we do, um, we we do all the sound effects just with our own mouths mm-hmm. and prompted the new slogan, something random, make it with your mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, See, he's, he's not making I like face. it. It's the lack of look on his face, the lack of expression. <laughs> That's funny. So knowing my filming past um, and having filmed uh, a few uh, uh, pornographic oh, movies, uh, make it with your mouth. <clears throat> it's, it's so good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. So Annie Hoosel, Um So I've got three different combination titles okay for you and what i would like you to do is pick your favorite okay of the three and then we will discuss kind of a la making a movie um but it doesn't have to be a movie it can be a book it can be a radio series it can be anything um based on a combination of three different titles okay cool got it so i was i was kind of fishing earlier to see if you guys were aware of veggie tales and Apparently not. But anyways, the first one I have is I love my lip sync battles of history. Okay. I, I love, love my I love my lips. What's is a, is a VeggieTales song. Oh, see, so um, I don't know that. I love my lip sync. Ba- what? Say it again. I love my lip sync battles of history. Okay. So, so it's epic rap battles of history combined with lip sync battles, which Got is it. just a concept. Okay. And I love my lips. Can I, can I just do one one potential change and I want to pitch this to you guys. Okay. Instead of battles of history, just battle bots instead. Okay. Or battleship. I hate that fucking show. <laughs> you hate the battle bots? Oh my God. Turn the TV off. You don't like robots? <laughs> Go to bed. You? Go to bed. Okay. Robot, don't watch that. Robots just destroying each other is the coolest. It's so much fun. 
I could consider making that change. I will go to bed. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep it Battles of History. All right. <laughs> no, you can um, do Battle Bots. I'd be more passionate about it. Okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it that then. I What's love my lip sync Battle Bots. Um, I love my lip sync Battle Bots. Yes. Um, and then second is <clears throat> 12 and a half angry men in tights. <laughs> twelve and a half angry men in tights. So that's that's uh, two and a half men. Two and a half uh-huh. men. Twelve angry men and yep. men in tights. Yep, loving that. Okay. Tights. Good one. Okay, got it. Got it. And last one. I wasn't as huge a fan of this one, but I'll see what you guys think. Okay. Um, this one is truly bad blood. D. Andrew Jackson. Truly, truly black. Truly bad blood. Truly bad bloody. Truly. Bad blood, bloody Andrew Jackson. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> I mean, truly there's bad. words in there. <laughs> there are words, and the words so are it's hard true to true blood. S- yep, bloody bloody Andrew Jackson. Uh huh. And and bad blood and bad yep. blood from the lady Gaga. 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 <laughs> What's no, bad blood? Now we got bad blood. Oh, it's it's uh yeah the other one. What is it? Katy Perry. Oh, it's no, a song. it's not. No, it's not it's Katy Perry. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Sorry. I, I like how we're you're like how dare you make fun of Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> truly bad bloody andrew jackson yes okay so I, those are your options thanks i hate that last one now yeah, how do we I wasn't a fan of it how either. do we go about this it was a stretch so he and i have to agree on one to do i think or so. can yeah. we do our own or what do you want to do how should we do uh this? i like 12 and a half angry men in tights is real good i like right. that yeah I, like right. that I mean the first one has some like interesting like like award show like lip sync battle bot with <laughs> like, like you're controlling a robot while doing a lip sync battle. I think the robot is doing a lip sync. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The robot is lip syncing. <laughs> oh, both are so oh, good. And beating each other up. Well, let's let's discuss let's briefly discuss them both. So 12 and a half angry men in tights. Would it be a TV show, a movie, a book or what would what would you think the angry medium would be? Um, who are the angry men? I think you have to have Charlie Sheen in there. Still. Charlie Sheen would have to be in there, but who's the half man? Like, well, I would say Vern Troyer, but he just died. What's the guy's name? Oh, Peter Dinklage. That's can see because then I mean, that's or it should it be kind a child? of making a mockery of little people? And yeah, I mean, child is the original premise of Two and a Half Men, but weren't they gonna like rename it to Three Men <laughs> when he grew up? Three Men and a Baby. Um, three Men and a Half. Okay, men. <laughs> let me let me pitch this to you. Okay, I think it should be a musical, stage musical. Okay, not a movie musical. With Charlie Sheen. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we need some men from, I think, 12 Angry Men. Yeah, I So agree. we can we Ed- Edward James Olmos in there. Yeah. Michael T. Williamson. Henry Fonda. Um, Henry Fonda. He's from yeah. the... Yeah, that'd be good. Can I, the original. can I add something? Yeah. The sure. half man? Yes. Is the dead body. Oh, okay. there okay. we go. There we go. Played okay. by... Played by... Christopher Walken, okay. but he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and and he got his legs cut off. He's which like, is why he's not walking ow, anymore. Ow. Well, you know, Gary oh. Sinise already did the leg cut off thing. Gary Sinise. Yeah. Uh, but no, Christopher Walken's good. Christopher not walking anymore. Christopher, Christopher not able to walk in. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. And they're a jury. They're making costumes for Robin Hood. Okay. What are we doing? I mean, like, the, the men in tights part. That's what we need to explain here. Um, How about this jury of men just all happen to wear 
yoga pants. Oh, yes. So, but here's not the thing. They all come in and they're all wearing the same outfit. And they're like, oh my God, we all wear the same outfit today. What? We look like the merry men here. Right. <laughs> what happened? And it's Jack Lemon and Michael T. Williamson. <laughs> but like now. Right, right. Oh, dear. Edward James almost now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen. No. And just Charlie Sheen just doing a bunch of coke. Tiger blood. <laughs> but would uh, would uh, would uh, Ashton Kutcher come in? I think so. Halfway through, and just like it's, that's the half man. Oh, because he's Charlie just there for Sheen half. Of is them. only on for half the show, <laughs> except then two half. Sorry, we from. needed a thirteenth juror, and I can only be here for half the film. <laughs> so I'm half. I'm half stage show, but yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's fun. Uh, let's write a script after the show. I'm, right. I'm game. I, I dig that idea. I'll get out the keyboard and we'll... I'll get the shovel since we're digging that idea. I'll get intoxicated and get depressed when it's a dud. (laughs) Uh, Sounds about right. BT Dubs, talking about dud shows, Moulin Rouge apparently is terrible. Moulin Rouge. That's a tough one. The musical, like... Oh. You know, I mean... It's in Boston. So much of that show, or so much of that movie, depended on the spectacle of film... Yeah. To make it what it is. I think they could... I I don't know. If they did it like... I don't know. I don't want to... A lot of people are not liking it. I'm good. There are so many reasons for stage productions, stage adaptations not succeeding. And I'm not sure specifically what that is. It could be any number of things. Right. Anyways, let's move on. I uh, I have something random for you this week. Something uh, random? Now... That's right. Show. You guys. So my birthday was recently. What your my birthday too? You know. Okay. For my <laughs> for my birthday. Wait, I, no, for my birthday. For my birthday. For mine. I got probably seven or eight new t-shirts. Ooh. Yes. People is this know, one that you're wearing currently? People know that I love t-shirts. This is not a new shirt, actually. Um and I bought shirts at Weezer, Les Mis, all the, the live events I went to this week. So I've acquired a lot of new t-shirts. All right. So you guys, Six Degrees Today is going to be brought to you by t-shirts. But t-shirts, oh, okay. T-shirts? Just t-shirts. You too can have your own t-shirts. Right. <laughs> okay. Do Joel- they have to be graphic t-shirts? No. You can get blank t-shirts. T-shirts with stuff on them. T-shirts as big as your head. All <laughs> kinds ones, of things. Small ones. Hey, big ones, small ones. I'm as big as your head. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Michael. On this this ad read that we're reading here, I'm gonna like pull it up here. Hold on. <laughs> um, can you can you grab it too? Uh, oh yeah. Um, so uh, hey, Michael, where Straight can people there. find t-shirts? Any number of places, Charles. They can find them at the store uh-huh. or at an online store. <laughs> Or... And that, those are your options. <laughs> no, you can also get them at a concert or a live yeah, performance. Exactly. Which yeah, is for, kind for of a, a store. a lot more money. Like, like a merch store they is still, a, mo- is still a store. I paid for from Lehman shirts 40 bucks. Oh, so yeah. you can get them in like you have to. You have to totally or, believe it's worth it. Anyway, so that is what you should do. Can I, can I play this bit Go a little bit more? Go to a store. And buy yourself a t-shirt. And if you use the promo code something random, this is a fake ad, 
you'll get 20% off of <laughs> so, all shirts no, that you get. No, no, that's the code. Something random, this is a fake ad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that is, the promo code. That's the, the promo code. Go into Walmart, tell them something random sent you. Oh, um, man. So I like this shirt. And then it'll be like a movie pass type scenario. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they said they pay for this. Oh. The guy at Walmart's going, what? Wait, we won't pay for it, but we'll give them 20% off. Just say something random, something random sent you and give the, the manager a big old wink. He'll know what's up. <laughs> I do have I, ha- I have a new hashtag going. I didn't invent it. There were a couple posts before. Did you before. invent hashtags? No. Listen, okay. I invented a hashtag. Did you? Okay, I didn't invent it. I just said that. But there's a hashtag I've been starting to use on Instagram. A couple people used it before me. Like maybe five. Okay, that's not too bad. But I'm going to start using it now. Every time I get a new shirt, take a selfie with my new shirt. T-shirt debut is the hashtag. Hashtag t-shirt debut. Oh, so fun. If you go on my Instagram, you can sign um, if, if you guys and I encourage you to do the same. We have we have a few people who have bought um, something random merch. Ooh. If you guys have something random merch that you are wearing, um, hashtag us at t-shirt debut, and we'll we'll find it and we'll we'll promote you. So hell yeah! And it also supports the show. We get some some money from you, fools. All right, <laughs> no, not really. You guys are amazing. Okay, we're going to move on to Six Degrees. Who's drawing this week? I don't even it know. Looks like you, you and I. Yeah, it looks Joel. The two of us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, which, pick a cup. I'll, I'll do dead people. Dead. I say dead people. Hey. <laughs> Never gets old, does it? I know. We've made that joke like 30 times. <laughs> we've only done this, this uh, the new version of oh, Six me, Degrees like yeah, those three. those numbers don't add up. Yeah. Let me get a phone ready. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. You got um, it. Okay. So while while you guys do that, I'm going to read off the rules for six degrees for, of separation. Uh, uh, the the rules of six degrees of separation are very simple. You mm. know, uh, while they name the two actors, we need to in three minutes. Are we still doing three? Let's go for three. Yeah, let's we'll go, go for, for three. three. And I'm just going to do this this high voice for the rest of the time. No, I'm not really. Um, within three minutes, we need to connect these two actors with movies or television shows that they've been and they've been in as recurring guest stars or major players of the new shows. Uh, so one-off guest stars are off limits. Yeah, as of now, one-off stars are off limits because that shit is too easy. Um, so um, please see last week's episode. Please see last week's episode. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do this in three minutes. You need to connect these two actors, Michael. Who's yours? Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Phil Hartman, we need to connect to Andy McDowell. Oh, wow. We can do this. Okay. So, meanwhile, here's a word from our actual sponsor. It's me. Okay. It's me again. Okay. So, Uh, I'm I'm going to. He's got the clock. It's me. I got it. You've got the clock? Mm -hmm. Okay. Three minutes. All right. Hey friends, this is your humble host Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. So, I just started replaying World of Warcraft. I I, I know. I know. So, uh, lots of news to go over this week, but I will try to keep it as brief as humanly possible, as always. So, number one, we talked about this last week, but we've moved networks and have now partnered with NoCo FM. And NoCo is a new streaming service slash podcasting network dedicated in creating a diverse set of podcasts and radio shows, including the newly announced Corbin vs. the World. They've got some really cool shows coming down the pipeline, as well as that one that I can't wait to tell you more about. Number two, we've got a new merch store, and it's awesome. We've got some cool stuff in there. 
If you'd like to check that out, you can find the link in the description of this episode. And number three, uh, we are recording two new episodes of Something Random next week because the week after is a bit hectic for us. So um, if you have anything you'd like us specifically to talk about, get those in. And as always, we cannot do the show without you. You can submit any question or topic or anything that you would like us to talk about to any of our social medias uh, or to our email address, which is something or uh, which is podcast at somethingrandommedia.com. Anyways, I hope you are having a fantastic week. I hope it's great. And I love you. Uh, that's three. It's now. Now. Just now. Oh, man. Look at this. So three like, minutes. Three answers. Oh, welcome back, folks. We've solved three. <laughs> Count them. Three. Six degrees Uno, in dos, three tres. minutes. Quattro cinco cinco says. Um, we had fun with this. I was thinking this was going to be tricky, but we we pulled some things out really quick. Out of our boot. It was, to be, to be frank, gentlemen, it was a pretty easy one. Um, but... Go ahead and tell us what you came up with just now. Uh, yeah, so we we remembered. Let's see. So Bill Murray in Groundhog Day with sorry. Uh, no, you went a different way. You went to you went to Michael Keaton. So Andy McDowell's in oh multiplicity with Michael Keaton with Michael Keaton who was in Birdman with Emma Stone right. who did um, uh, Zombieland with Bill Murray as himself who was in Groundhog Day. Oh, wait, no, yeah. that's Andy so, McDowell to Andy McDowell. That doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, that doesn't work. Okay. So we have two. We, so we have two. two. That's still okay. I got overexcited. But we did connect Bill Murray to uh, Michael Keaton, so right on for that. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> I did, I came up with, uh, let's see, Andy McDowell's in Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, who was in Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd, who was in Coneheads with Phil Hartman. Yep. So that was two, three degrees? Three. Two. And then the other one was uh, Phil Hartman was in Pee-wee's Big Adventure with Paul Rubens, who was in um, A Nightmare Before Christmas with Catherine O'Hara, who was in Waiting for Guffman with Eugene Levy, who was in Multiplicity with Andy McDowell. That was a bit of a longer one. Yeah. So I think the Ghostbusters one is the short one. The good yeah. One. It's so funny, though, because, you know, we've talked about not using SNL, but SNL movies are I know. We're using the Lauren Michaels movies. Like, but actually... <laughs> Lauren Michaels does we, everything. Let's be real here. And we pulled those Lauren Michaels movies out too, and you can't you can't always connect them uh-huh. just right. So yeah, that's true. Well, that was fun. Nice. That was fun. We did well. Isn't that special? Um, I do have a famous for you guys this oh, week. I'm yay. super excited about this one. <clears throat> I this don't know is, why. I don't know what it is, but I'm super excited for it. This is a good one. You're gonna like this one. Okay. Okay. Do you guarantee it? I I guarantee you're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. That was my George Zimmer impression. You know who that is? No. From the Men's Warehouse commercials? Yeah, well, okay, I, no, I, know, I, I know who the Men's Warehouse guy is. I don't know his name is George Zimmer. I guarantee it. Okay, so would you guys know who I was talking about if I said Edie McClurg? Yes. You do. Yep. Okay. He knows. You don't know. Here we go. So she's had lots of guest spots on TV. I'm going to list off a few here. Uh, she's been on Seinfeld, Full House, Two and a Half Men, Portlandia, Roseanne, Columbo, Michael in the Middle, Different Strokes, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Married with Children, L.A. Law, The Golden Girls, The Jeffersons, Alice. She she always plays the mother in things. She's, she's a the good The Italian mother. mother in things. She's Mike and Molly, CSI, Desperate Housewives, Mad About You, Rules of Engagement, NCIS, Empty Nest, Fat Actress, Nash Bridges, The Incredible Hulk, 
Touched by an Angel, Moonlighting, Picket Fences, Mr. Belvedere, and Hannah Montana, just to name a few. Wow. She's also done lots of voiceover work. You 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 know her voice. Oh, I bet I do. Uh huh. And you know she, her face the moment you, you know see her, her face. Yeah. She was at, she did voices for Frozen, Wreck It Ralph, both Cars movies, Jimmy Neutron, Cat Dog, Cow and Chicken, Rugrats, Holy A Bug's Life, moly. Bobby's World, Life with Louie, Ah, Real Monsters, Goof <laughs> Troop, Tiny Toon Adventures, Darkwing Duck, The Jetsons, The Smurfs, Scooby Doo, and The Little Mermaid. What she's known? Can I can I say what she's known? <clears throat> Hold on, I'm getting there. For? I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. I'm super excited for this one. Recurring TV roles in WKRP in Cincinnati, Small Wonder, Melrose Place, Caroline in the City, Seventh Heaven, and to me, she will always be Mrs. Poole from Valerie and the Hogan Family. Valerie changed his name to the Hogan Family after they killed the main character in the first season, so Mrs. Poole the neighbor. Um, she's been in lots of movies. She was one of the teenagers uh, in Carrie. Mm-hmm. She was Helen. She was Marge in Back to School, the stenographer. She got high with Cheech and Chong in their next movie. She was the grocery store clerk in Mr. Mom. She's the laundry detergent lady in Holy Man. Um, She's in A River Runs Through It, Flubber, and The Pee Wee Herman Show. Her best known roles are the rental car agent in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mallory's mom in Natural Born Killers. She's Chastity in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And of course, she's Grace the secretary in Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's um, a righteous dude. I think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull her picture up, excellent. and you're gonna say, "I know her." Oh, that lady! There she oh, is. that lady! Oh yeah, Edie oh, McClurg. Yeah. She's amazing. My goodness, she's 66 years old. She's got over 200 credits. She is on her IMDb. She page. is one of those actors. She has been. She's doing everything. television and movies for. Decades, and I would I would be willing to wager that almost all of America would recognize her from somewhere, if not her voice, her face. She's got one of those like voices that's so like you're able to tell who it is. Like, oh immediately. hello, you know I'm one of those mothers, and she actually just talks like that. She's because I watched. Uh, she's also in dozens of video shorts, like on the internet, and you can uh-huh. find them on demand and stuff. She does a lot of little short films, uh, independent stuff, which is some of them are really great. Right. Um, but she does panels and stuff for Comic-Cons, and she just talks like that. Well, you know, when I was going to do Elvira, <laughs> like, just, she's hilarious. That's awesome. She's great. So Edie McClurg, remember that name next time you see her face and say, I know Edie McClurg. I learned about her from listening to something random. I love, you know what? I love Famish. It's so much fun. It's nice to go, like, like school people on the people that actually make cool shit right and i gotta tell you guys i have a lot of fun putting these together this is like one of my new favorite parts of the show i was up till 3 a.m putting putting things together you know and i um i think it's good to get words out when you don't necessarily know people's names but you've seen their faces so many times and so remember Edie mcclurg that's awesome Nice. Thank you. So I've got, I've got. This is kind of weird. It's got, it's, it's a question that I ever use, but it has a little bit of like a, a backstory that I need to say first. Okay. Um. So it, there's no name for this bit, or maybe there is. Maybe it's uh, Charles wants to do <laughs> talking. <laughs> okay. Stuff with words. With words and stuff. Um. Uh. But so I like it. I I'm currently with uh, Noco FM. Uh, working on a new project that is a a serialized radio show. 
And the whole idea is that we're going to, through the course of the whole series, so we're thinking like 20 to 25 episodes, to make it like a season of shows, um, with music as well. Like, specifically, it's more focused on the music, but be able to tell a story via mixtapes. Okay. Um, okay. Because mixtapes are, have for me, have always been this very intimate thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I think agree. for everybody... I think so. ...who is Makes gotten, think of Avenue Q. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's this... this this feeling that you get when you get a mixtape, right? Where it's, I, yeah. I mean, I would say anybody older than maybe 25. Yeah. Well, I, mean, like, I don't know. How, I mean, we're counting CDs as mixtapes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. Sure. So, um, like getting, getting a CD that somebody spent time on and like really finding like the amount of care that somebody puts in or the lack thereof. And, you know, um, those, those moments and are there, my question for you guys is, are there any moments that really kind of stand out to you? that you remember when it comes to mixtapes. Um, and so that's kind of the question that I want to pass off to you guys. I, I So many. I For years, I don't do it anymore because nobody really listens to CDs anymore that much, but I gave, excuse me, I gave mixtapes and mix CDs as gifts for years. Um, there were some Christmases when I was broke that, all I gave were mix CDs yeah. and every single one was personalized. Like I didn't just throw songs together and, and give them to people. I didn't do that. Every single person would get a personalized thing. And it was, I got it. It's a lost art or it's, it's not a lost art. It's a dying art because you have playlists now, but it's not the, I don't, it's you can, you can same. share a Spotify playlist, but it's not as personal. It's not as personal. I don't think it's quite the same because, but what's, you can also shuffle a playlist and like listening to a CD, you got to listen. I put it, order. the order yeah. is so important to Absolutely. me. It, it, 100 And I sound like is. a goober and a dork when I say this, but no. it's like, it's an art form. It truly is like the, the order of which songs go in. And so, I mean, like you can shuffle a CD too. You can shuffle a CD, but if you think about you think about a re- any record that you own or record album, whatever, and they put those songs in a very specific order. They don't do you know they don't just throw all the songs on in the order they record yeah. them. And it, it's it's just an art form, and I, I took a lot of pride in in doing well Absolutely. at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and, and piggybacking off of that, I. I would listen to several CDs on my Discman, you uh-huh. know, back in high school. Um, um, that I actually, just as well as the order of the original CD, I had the shuffle order memorized as well. Right? Okay, so, like I would put it on shuffle mode, but I would still know what song to expect next because they a Discman sh- does not ah, um, change okay. up the order of things. I right, really. So, like, I I loved, like, starting out as a kid, listening to the radio and waiting for a specific song and then recording that to a an actual cassette. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Recording, recording stuff to a cassette, like, you had to listen to all of it and wait for the right song if you're doing it off the radio. And hope that the DJ did not talk over the intro. Yeah. Or, or hope, the ending. Yeah. yeah. Or hope that you got the entirety of the song. Or there's so many, like mistakes and when it did like i still have a few records I, I, or cassettes yeah. that i have and so do i i kept them like i still have stuff that i've recorded and off the, radio. the times where the song cuts in like 15 20 seconds into the song it just you know like when they pressed it that they're like oh shit like i have to get this song the song is so good and it's just like those little moments that you just like think about the other end of that are so personal for me um 
and then you know it became easier and easier as you went along um when it comes to cds you know burning stuff off of itunes is pretty simple nowadays and it's become you know obsolete with like spotify playlists right yeah uh there are there's a company out there right now that is allows you to create your own records and people are making mixtapes onto actual like pressing onto vinyl no kidding and i think that that's absolutely amazing i would be i need to look into that i know that is a cool idea (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, for me, it's, it's no big secret that I'm not as into music as you guys. Um, (laughs) I, I'm just a very visual person. And so I have trouble emotionally connecting to a series of sounds like that. That just doesn't click for me unless I have something visual to connect it to, which is why I've been obsessed with movie soundtracks for most of my life. Um, because I, I'm like, oh, I remember visually exactly what's happening at this point in the song. Mm-hmm. That said, um, one of my best memories of a of receiving a mixtape, it was actually a functional um, CD of songs that I could use for auditions. So they're all from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a it was a very thoughtfully compiled list of songs that I could potentially use for auditions. That's and someone thoughtful put that together for you? Someone did, yes. That's, that's and great. that's someone you that's cool. you know very well. Oh, and I think I know. That was several about. years ago before we were dating, but yes. See, and that's it's it's situations like that, like realizing the amount of time that people take to put into stuff like that mm-hmm. that I think that's what matters in gifts and yeah, kind of like you know segueing a bit here but that's why a lot of gifts nowadays feel so impersonal oh god because yeah. no, it's everything's been streamlined so much that you there's not much work to do for anything yeah and and uh my family uses the gifter app which is basically just like a registry that you can make for yourself so you can't see who's purchased any particular items or whatever, but they can all share that list amongst themselves. So I can look and be like, Oh, my sister already bought that thing for my mom. Okay. You know, um, which is very helpful, but I always try to think outside the box a little bit. Sex toy, sex toy, sex toy, sex toy, sex toy. (laughs) As often as I can, I get my family sex toys. That's you got it. I I was thinking for you, like, this is parents, parents, this, this year, all I want are fidget spinner, (laughs) butt plugs, please. I was going to say, it's hard. Sometimes some people are, are more difficult to buy gifts for than others. And, I, I've never really liked asking people what they want because then they know what I'm going to buy them. Right. I like to surprise people. Absolutely. I like to make gifts or paint pictures for people or create things like mixtapes were great. Um, but uh, for my birthday, let me give you an example. Uh, this is kind of hard to talk about because it's like so sweet to my heart, but I get, I got, a lot of great presents this year. I got t-shirts, I got Weezer tickets, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, this friend of mine, who you both know, Abby, she walks in. We have really close birthdays. You see that blanket over there? She knit that for me. Like, she spent hours and hours on that. I'm like, that's like one of the sweetest presents I've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. And it's not expensive. It's... It wasn't expensive. It was just so like she sat down and made me a blanket. I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah. So gifts like it stuff feel in the, in the time of online shopping, things feel so impersonal sometimes. Yeah. Um, like even with my parents, they just, I don't know. They, they, it's, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's I get, weird. I get that. what makes mixtapes awesome. Yeah. So for my birthday, the last few years, my dad has gotten me hundred dollar Domino's gift card. So I get a shit ton of pizza for <laughs> two months. That's see, like I asked my dad what he wants and he's like, Oh, just gift cards to restaurants are good. And I'm like, this okay. next year for my dad's birthday, I'm gonna write him a song, and it's gonna be better than "Happy Birthday, Man" makes some bubbles, man. Have I shown uh, you that? That's not a high bar. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna. Okay, later. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so, anyways, moving on. That was good, though. That was a good chat. Yes, I would like was. to bring back the mixtapes if I can find out about that record thing. I'm gonna look into that. Uh, we used to go on these drives to Durango every year once a year it was a drive there and a drive back which is about eight or nine hours each and i would make like 20 cds you know this was before we had ipads and ipods and stuff and oh my gosh i had fun doing that but every single cd it was like in order one two three four five we have to listen in order anyway so let's bring back the mixtapes if we can bring back the mixtapes all right fellas um yeah i'm bringing speaking of bringing things back Sexy? I'm bringing back an old bat. Oh, no, you're, not bringing not sexy, a, yeah. you're not bringing sexy back? Me? Well, I mean, sort of, in the form of that painting. I don't bring sexy back. I'm not bringing sexy back. I'm not sexy. Uh, but I am bringing back an old thing we've done before, which real is real. All right. Which real is real. <laughs> you have to guess which one is real, which mm. one Joe made up. <laughs> is that this? Did you guys practice this before I nope, showed up? Sure did not. This He's was all that by himself. Ad libbed, my friend. All right. So for those who don't know, which real is real? I'm gonna read four movie uh, synopses, and you have to choose which ones are real and which ones are fake. I'm not going to tell you how many are real and how many are fake. You have to decide that on your own. Okay. All right. Three. There's four. There's four. Okay. I thought I heard three. Right. My bad. Um, if I said three, I would have been wrong. Uh, Michael, pick A, B, C, or D. C. C. For Claude. Repulsion. 1965. A Belgian girl, Carol, works as a manicurist at a London beauty salon. While having lunch, a good-looking man, Colin, spots her and makes a date for the evening. Or for another evening. She shares a flat with her sister, Helen. Her sister's married lover... Michael brings out her dislike of men when she cannot explain or which she cannot explain to Colin. Michael takes Helen abroad for holiday and left alone. Carol decides to lock herself in the apartment, ditching work there. She is almost hypnotized by her solitude, which leads her, which leads to her mental state deteriorating as those obsessions come to the fore, she quickly descends into madness, which ultimately also affects those that are trying to get in touch with her. Is it real? 1965, you say? 65. Just because of the date, I'm going to go ahead and say it's real. Okay. I'm going to say the same. Repulsion is real. Okay. Uh, CJ, pick A, B, or D. You know me. I need that D. Okay. Eyes Without a Face, 1960. 
After causing an accident that left his daughter, Christiane, severely disfigured, the brilliant surgeon, Dr. Genethier, works tirelessly to give the girl a new face. He does so, however, by kidnapping young women and attempting face transplants. He has been woefully unsuccessful to date. The doctor's world begins to collapse around him when his daughter realizes just what he has been doing. Is it real? I'm going to say no. I have some reasons behind it. Okay. I I just have a gut feeling and I'm also going to say no. Okay. So What's your reasoning? I've got two reasons. Number 1, uh the it sounds very similar story time storyline wise to episodes of Twilight Zone as well as uh American Horror Story stuff. Okay. All right. Fair However, enough. I going back to the fact that I'm watching Stargate Atlantis, I just watched a an episode that was a very much recycled plot from SG1. <laughs> so that stuff does happen. But carry yeah. on. All right. A or B, Michael? B. 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 Peeping Tom, 1960. In London, lonely photographer Mark Lewis works in a film studio and moonlights, supplying cheesecake photos to a magazine store. He lives in the huge house that he inherited from his parents that is rented to tenants to help him pay the bills and keep the building. Mark was the subject of bizarre experiments of effects of the fear conducted by his scientist father since he was a child. And he has become a disturbed man obsessed by the face of frightened women in the moment of death. He kills women, filming their faces while he stabs them in the throat. When Mark meets his neighbor and tenant, Helen Stevens, on the day of her birthday, he befriends her, and soon he dates the young woman. Mark has a crush on Helen and does not want to film her, but Mark is one of the suspects and a detective is tracking him down. Is it real? I will say yes, it is. I'm going to say no. Okay. <gasps> Divergence. Divergence. <laughs> and last one. Tom Boy, 1965. Not Tommy Boy. Not Tommy Boy. Tom not, Boy. not the Chris Farley. An unmarried farmer in Kansas travels through towns near his home in search of a wife to keep him company and help him around his farm. Just as he is about to give up, he comes across a farmhouse just outside of town. He meets an old farmer, farmer who just happens to be desperate to marry off his daughter. Mary, the homely boyish daughter, refuses to wear dresses or be involved with anything girly. Both farmers force her to run away. When they search the farm for her, they discover tools of witchcraft, sacrificed animals, and Buckets of blood. Blah. The terrified young farmer flees the farm while the father meets his mysterious demise. Is it real? It's real. I, I agree. I think it is real. All right. Well, let's go back. That's all four of them. So let's go back to Repulsion. 1965. You both said real? Yes. Yes. This is the woman who locks herself in and goes crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is real. Yeah. Yeah. Air fist bump. Air f- oh, one high point five Turkey. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Second one. Eyes without a face of the reconstruction of the woman's face. Uh-huh. We both said false. You both said fake. You're both wrong. What? It that is a real movie. Is real. 
Oh, snap. Well, then I am definitely not going to be doing well for the rest of this. Well, Peeping Tom, 1960, about the photographer who films women dying, you said... What did I say? You said said fake. I said real. Yeah. It is real. Ooh. Peeping Tom is real. I was surprised. Tomboy, 1965, about the farmer and the tomboy girl who is a witch, is... Not real. Uh, so Michael wins. That is fabricated. Really? Oh, wow. Just by like... You said Tomboy was real? We, we both said Did the same Did you both thing. say it was real? I, yes, we both said it was real. So okay. Michael is one point ahead. One point ahead. Oh, man. That was a nail biter. But you both did pretty good. I mean, we both kind of sucked. We've got 50%. It's, it's all just guesswork. Just, just guess. Now. I know. We should say with this game that 50% is passing grade because... There's only four questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that was anyway. that was pretty cool. Well, there you are. Good one, Joel. So we got one last thing before Thank we go. You. We're gonna bring it back. Bring back the impressions. We're bringing back the impression scene. Oh boy! So should we should we draw some names here? I'm gonna draw a name. Okay, I'm gonna draw a name. Uh, 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 that one's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Who we got? And we're guessing. I'm assuming. Uh, yes, indeed. And we already Sorry. have established which of these roles we will be reading for. In the yes, scene. so we're reading a scene from Ghost. Uh, Charles will be playing the part of Otome. Gates. Michael will be playing the part of Sam. And I will be playing the part of Molly. So let's see what we can do here with these voices. All right, let's see. Let's see if I've I've got it back. I haven't like really sat down and done this one in a minute. So, um but it's it's my go-to. You got this. I got this. Um Molly, I'm Odomi Brown. I I don't know you. Uh, I I I don't know this guy Sam, but uh, let me tell you what he did to me. He kept me all night uh up all night singing uh I am Henry uh Henry the 8th I am. That's how he got me to go out with him. Look, I'm sorry. I just don't believe in this life after death stuff. Tell her she's wrong. Uh, he says you're wrong. You're talking to him right now? Yeah, <laughs> and he um he just asked me to tell you that uh, you were wrong. So where is he? Uh, I can't see him. I can only hear him. I'm right here. <laughs> that doesn't help, Sam. I'm holding her hand. Um, he says that he's holding your hand. What are you doing? What do you think you're doing to me? Um, hey, look, uh, if you think I'd come all the way down here for my health, you are out of your mind. Sam's dead, okay? He's dead. Tell her I love her. Um, he says he loves you. Sam would never say that. No, tell her ditto. Uh, what the what the what the hell is Ditto? Uh, Ditto. Okay, great. Yay! <laughs> that last one was not great. That like my last line, but um, <laughs> I think yours is Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Yep. Uh, Joel, you were the Mad Hatter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Edwin. Yes. Edwin. Uh, that was fabulous. <laughs> Uncle Albert from uh, Mary Poppins, oh, as you may know goodness. him. Mine's obvious. I tried. Really, I did. A tea party. Um, <laughs> Mine's obvious. It's Christopher Walken. I, I was going to guess that. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. No, you have a very nice Kermit. <laughs> I enjoyed do. that thoroughly. That that was good. Very nice, gentlemen. That was fun. Um, fun scene. Good work. 
That is a fun scene. So, folks, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, it's yes. been it's been fun, uh, gentlemen. It's been fun sitting around the table with you today. I I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Now well, let's have a tea party. Yeah. Okay, on, on the, the ceiling. ceiling. <laughs> Um, so that's uh, what I'm gonna do starting tomorrow. <sighs> oh yeah. Well, then, there's no, there's no Uncle party, Arthur but... in the stage version yeah. of Mary Poppins, which is sad. It is a shame. It is. Oh. So, uh, anyways, folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. As always, we are on the Uncle not as Albert. always, but as of as of late, we've been on the NoCo uh, Podcasting Network, which is super cool. Uh, thank you to Chris and thank you to Charles uh, Kelly, who runs that. Uh, I know him. Who knows hey, that guy? He's I that know that skinny guy. guy that was in a in a in a slap fight with, <laughs> with uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, <laughs> a Jared Leto. <laughs> um, uh so uh those two cool cats uh have created something pretty cool um and we've got some pretty cool stuff that's going down the line uh including some podcasts that i'm super excited for joel's potentially doing a radio show which i'm super excited for that's pretty cool yeah it's it's it's, it's It's cool cool. um uh, thank you to who do we who else do you guys want to thank thank you to me for using my house yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I couldn't think of anything. Didn't give me the opportunity there, but yeah, okay. Thank you, Joel. Well, yeah, well, mine is still being uh, soundproofified. <laughs> Proofified? Yeah. Do you have evidence of this sound? Some soundproof? Yes. He sent us a picture. I sent oh, you a yeah. picture of the room, and it That's looks true. good. That is proof. Yeah, it is, it is proof. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's do some shout-outs. I would like to shout out hey! former podcast guest Corey Hatch. Oh, On yeah. his birthday, he's in town. He was in town from New York. He played with his band. He played a couple gigs with his band, and we we a bu- twenty of our closest friends we uh, we rented a boat, two story big boat with a slide, and we were out there today. So did I'm you did you tired. take a good hard look at the boat? Did I take a good hard look at the boat? I I guess everybody look at me. Hey hey Michael, because I'm sailing on a oh, boat. Right. He was on a boat, man. It was going fast, man. I know. He I bought a Pashmina nautical, nautical themed Pashmina Afghan. Yeah. Um, I don't get this reference. So <laughs> we decided before we did the show that we'd have to break up the boat song. Absolutely, because it's such a classic. Did you ever think there that, were hoes though? Boats and hoes. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> my favorite thing. Uh, d- question. Uh, Joel, did you ever think that you would be on a boat? Uh, no, but I've been on a real big boat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well played. It's, no, a, it's a big blue watery road. Did Poseidon look at you? I don't know. Sorry, I'm still doing the, the bit with the song. Yeah, yeah. It's done. It's over. Um, But I did slide off the slide. There's a slide on the boat? There's a slide on the boat from the top deck, and it's uh, you go into the... Horsetooth Lake, which they should probably change the name from Horsetooth to Bacteria Splash, because you get bacteria. Actually, they should just keep calling it Horsetooth, because it's a nice name, and I think it's working for them. But there's <laughs> okay. a lot of pee and duck poop in the Ooh. river, I went, or lake, whatever. I, I went to a hike uh, up Horsetooth this last week, Yes, um, up to the waterfalls, um, and we're like, oh, we're going to put our feet in the waterfalls. Did you go chasing them? Because uh, you shouldn't. You we should didn't, stick I, to the rivers and lakes uh, that you're used to. Yeah, <laughs> just horse tooth lake. Um, but none of the none of the waterfalls were there, so I couldn't chase the waterfalls. What, oh, they they, they were, were dry. Oh, that's that sucks. Yeah, well, I was super excited for getting my feet wet, and I got my feet in sand. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, not 
go for hikes uh, anyway, Jesus Christ we need to get out of here um, thank you so much for listening guys uh, as always I am your host Michael see my path what <laughs> where did that come from um I don't know what to do now who are you I am Joel at it again with the white converse <laughs> um this is the Mad Hatter <laughs> Uh, Charles C.J. Kelly. Oh, I, I don't know. What are C. we doing? C.J. Run. I, 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 I just said Michael, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to roll with it. And then we just rolled off that. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> geez. and that was the okay. end of the show. Yeah, Bye, that, folks. And have we wonderful. fizzled. Have, have a wonderful week. <laughs> have, oh. a, have a wonderful Have yourself. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa Legend batteries come with a $15 rebate by mail. Their long-lasting durability stands up to extreme conditions. So even on scorching days, it'll puff its chest out and be all like, hey, summer heat, find another car battery to drain. Napa Legend batteries with $15 mail-in rebate. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 831.18.